This conversation originally aired on Koinonia, which can be heard Monday through Friday at 2 p.m. on Faith Talk 1360 in Phoenix or online at faithtalk1360.com. The grand tradition continues as half-off tuition has uh, been very well received again this year. And we're going to be doing it again in the summer. But my favorite part is that I get to meet uh, teachers and administrators from schools that are participating in the half-off tuition program. Now, there's all kinds of great reasons that this is good for you and your family and good for the school, but I want to talk about the schools themselves. And Luke Hartzell is with me from Cross of Glory. Luke, welcome to Koinonia. Thank you very much. Good and to be here with you. How, how, are you uh, uh, are the principal or the headmaster? What is your title? Correct. Principal is the title that I use. Okay. Um, principal and upper grades teacher. I'm full-time principal and I teach grades 6th, 7th, and 8th. And do you teach a, p- a specific subject or? No, our, we have multi-grade classrooms, so okay. all of our teachers are teaching pretty much all the subjects that there are. The only thing I don't ever teach specifically is music, and that's okay. departmentalized. And with uh, Cross of Glory, what are the grades that you guys have at your school? We have programs for children from three years old up through eighth grade. Mm. Now, uh, that is actually, well, that's the best years. Uh, I mean, that, that's really where you have a bunch of sponges coming across your sidewalk, right? Absolutely. We really enjoy working with the uh, students that we have, and it's just a blessing to have each one of those students and families as part of our, our school family. All right, Luke, uh, you're not from here. That's correct. Where are you from, and how did how did you get into teaching? Is this something you've always wanted to do? Well, it's kind of a family occupation for us. I was I was actually born and raised in Anchorage, Alaska. Mm. I've lived across the country from Washington State to Minnesota, six years in Atlanta, Georgia, as a teacher and a principal there. Um, back to Minneapolis for four years, and then here to Arizona. My dad has been a teacher his whole career. My mom was trained as a teacher and taught for several years. I have lots of other teachers in the family. And I, I followed in their footsteps. I, I actually was a, a college dropout for three years. I, I didn't, I, I was following in their footsteps and I felt like it really wasn't my choice to, mm. to be doing this. I felt like I was just kind doing of doing it because it was what they did. Yeah, exactly. Getting pulled along into it. The college that I graduated from was in the town where I lived. So it was easy. Um, I went to college. It became clear that I, w- I was I needed some perspective, and uh, the job I was at at the time offered me a full time position. So I I jumped on that, took three years off uh, through a lot of prayer and in contemplation. The Lord led me back into the teaching ministry, and uh, it was it was the right thing to do. I graduated in two thousand three, so now Very I've cool. been in the classroom for twelve years. As we uh, discussed before our segment today, uh, I, I don't call myself a, a college dropout. I'm a third year freshman. You know. <laughs> 25 years in the running here. Yeah. So. Well, I always say the three years that I took off of college were probably the three most important years of my college education. Mm, yeah. Dennis Prager on our sister station talks about uh, that a lot. And in today's environment, Luke, what is uh, what is the biggest challenge you have in, in uh, the young people coming into your school? You and I didn't have to deal with what these kids have to deal with. 
Yeah, exactly. It's a, it's a different world than what we grew up in, I think. Uh, I'm assuming we're about the same vintage here. Pretty close, but, I'm uh, sure. Yeah, I'm for, 52 in this summer. Okay, yeah. All right. So I'm a few years a few years behind you, but uh, catching up quickly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it's it's just a different world. There's they're, they're, they're bombarded from every side with so much of everything these days. And with, with all of the things that are out there in the world, all of the, the temptations and everything, it they really bring, um, it's hard to be a young person these days. And I, you know, I have children of my own. And as I look at raising them in this world, uh, it is a scary place. And it's a place where more than ever, we need to be grounded in God's word and, and be able to uh, base what we do and what we know on, on the Bible. What you can get on a device in your hand now, you used to have to travel miles for uh, just to even possibly have access to. It's just amazing. Exactly. We're doing research papers in my classroom right now, and it's a, it's a different world writing a research paper in the Internet era than it was when I was a kid and had mm-hmm. to actually go and pull cards out of the card right. catalog. I, I, I still kind of enjoy that process, you know, yeah. of, of going through. My wife uh, is a big fan of the ancestry-type research. Sure. She's a, a librarian as well or has been in her career. And it's just a different world that we, I even made the comment one time in a class, uh, not in a class, but in a, in a group setting where we're talking about, you know, the, uh, the gates of the city used to be the library or where people gather, you know, the uh, synagogue, that is where uh, the Israelites, you know, they would gather to talk about um, everything that we now type a few things on Google to yeah. talk, talk about, you know, so you could almost say, Google is the library. Yeah, it really has changed the way that uh, people think and operate. the The internet has been a major, a major change in a lot of different things, and a blessing in many ways. Sure. but it has also, in my opinion, changed some a few things for the worse. Yeah, talk about blessing. How does uh, modern technology help you in educating uh, in your classroom? It's really nice to be able to just send kids off on a search and uh, have them be able to find information on nearly any topic through a simple internet connection. We, we use a lot of online resources in the classroom. We use websites for, for many different things, and we even, I even incorporate technology into the day. A lot of schools will say, you know, uh, technology, student cell phones and things like that, we don't want you to bring them. I actually encourage my students to bring their phones. They check them in, but then they check them out at mm-hmm. different times during the day. We use them for research. We use them for uh, uh, response devices online. There's some websites you can use where they answer on their phones and their results appear up on the screen. Um, we use an online grade book so that students can log in anywhere and find out what their grades are and keep track of things that way, as well so, as parents. I was going to say, so is mom, mom <laughs> and dad. It's a, that was a whole uh, for me. Well, we're not going to talk about me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what if, if, you know, coming up and uh, I say, Luke, I want you to brag about Cross of Glory. What's the first thing that comes to mind? Well, our, our tagline is complete education through Christ. And their education, too many times we just focus on the mind. And we forget that our students are whole people. And so mm-hmm. at, at Cross of Glory, we really focus on mind, body, heart, soul, um, the entire learner. We're a very, very family-like environment. We have small classes. Uh, we know every family. We know every student. We're very, very strengths-based as well. We use uh, some different assessments to determine our students' strengths. And then we, we use those things to help guide them as they develop and grow and using their talents and abilities um, for the Lord. We, we just do a lot of things to focus on, 
on uh, positivity, on finding everybody's strengths and then and celebrating those things, helping students learn to use the things that they're good at to navigate around the things that are, where they might struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times, I think education becomes remediation mm. rather than pushing forward. Right. And so instead of uh, a student who may have a, a learning disability of some type, looking at them through that lens, we look at them through the lens of the strengths that they bring to the table, and we find ways to plug them in where they can use those strengths and where we can celebrate with them the things that they're, that they're good at, and then also teaching them to use those strengths to cope with some of the things where they struggle. You talked about uh, educating the whole child. You have uh, athletics and other programs? Absolutely, yes. We, we have athletic programs. We have um, volleyball, basketball, track, uh, flag football. The, uh, my, my wife and I both work at the school there, and both of us are certified National Archery in the Schools program instructors. So we, we convert our, our multi-use sanctuary area into an archery range at times and, mm. and practice that in there. We take kids to the different uh, events with that at times throughout the state and that's a program where they can compete all the way up to the national and international level so great that's a that's a unique thing that we can bring to the to the table there and that's really what we try and focus on is bringing different educational opportunities to students that they can't get in other schools um, my master's degree is in experiential education and so I, I use a lot of the ideas with experiential ed in my classroom always trying to get students involved in projects that have some kind of a real world product, mm-hmm. something that's not arbitrary, something that they can definitely see the usefulness of and the value for. And, and therefore I really get a lot of student buy-in out of that. Sure. And a lot of the questions that, uh, that come up that way are, uh, kids ask questions about different things. Of, Why do I have to learn this? Why mm-hmm. do I have to know this? And uh, some of my greatest debates were on that very topic in school. Exactly. <laughs> so it's uh, it's a pleasure to be able to, to give them answers to those types of things and to really have them see the value in what they're doing in the classroom instead of just uh, asking questions about why do I have to know this? Why do I have to do that? Yeah. Tell me about your teachers. Our teachers are a wonderful group. We, we have a wonderful faculty at Cross of Glory. Very, very talented, very, very capable uh, men and women on our staff. We have a really really broad mix of ages and experience levels on our staff. So we have some teachers that really bring some experience and the knowledge of the wisdom of years. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and we also have some very young blood, which brings in a lot of excitement and new ideas and uh, helps us to really tap into the different generations that we serve as well. Right. Well, it's, it's the uh, process of education is a dynamic uh, uh, venue now because of all of the technology that is coming up. Some of the processes that uh, new technology has given as tools to the teacher is pretty impressive. Yeah, it really is amazing that, that it changes as fast as ever. And yet, at the same time, a lot of it remains the same. You know, good teaching is good teaching. That's Absolutely. A, that's a phrase that I like Gotta to use. Got to connect with the kids. Exactly. Absolutely. And like you said, the buy-in as well. Let me set the scenario for you. You have uh, a family that is uh, considering uh, starting their child off with a private education, and uh, they're considering Cross of Glory. Uh, What is your encouragement to them? My encouragement is to to keep going down that road. Uh, We we offer an environment that is, in my opinion, one of the best educational environments you can put a child into. We are uh, we're small. We're caring. We can we can handle multiple different learners. We we like I said we really look at each child individually. 
And a lot of times when a new student enters my classroom, I won't even look at their file that comes with them. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I just like to get a feel for them initially myself first. And I find that right. by using the, the systems that we have in place and uh, all of the programs that we have, we are really able to meet the needs of many of those learners. So, so my encouragement to those parents would be come see the classrooms. Come visit our school. See us in action. We are a very different environment from what most people think of when they think of school. Yeah. And, uh, and it takes a little bit of adjustment, but once people start to see the magic, they understand it, and uh, we have some very, very happy families. I've heard a little bit of it from you already, and I know this isn't fair. I'm only going to give you 60 seconds. What's the favorite part of your day? I'll tell you, I, like I said, I'm full-time teacher and full-time principal, and the part of my day that keeps me going is just spending time with the students that I get to spend time with every day. I have 15 wonderful 6th, 7th, and 8th graders, and when I am able to present to them something that they don't know about in a way that really relates to them, and you can just see that light in their eyes and that excitement, and they get excited with me about sure. things, that you can't buy that with any amount of money. Luke Hartzell, thank you for spending time with us. Uh, tell us where Cross of Glory is specifically and how people can get more info. Cross of Glory is in northwest Peoria. We are nearest to the intersection of Lake Pleasant and Happy Valley Road. And you can find more information about us and our school at crossofglory.org on the internet. For questions or comments, please email tom at faithtalk1360.com. That's tom at faithtalk1360.com.